The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. and welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod. We're coming to you live from our studio here in Woodland Hills. Uh, and today's date, what is it? It's the 12th, right? It's the 12th of December, at 2022. It's about to be 2023. I'm, I'm trying to warm up to that. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. A lot of things that we're going to talk about. Uh, one of the things that we are going to do today is that we are going to replay in its entirety our interview with the co-founders of a wonderful organization called um, Fun in Motion Toys. And uh, they have two of our winners this year and this year's toy guide. And we started to play this interview last, I don't know, Wednesday. And we had some technical difficulties on our end. And we had just gotten to the best part of the interview and you guys didn't get to see it. So we are going to play it in its entirety. And I think it's a really wonderful interview because it goes right to the heart of why we do the toy guide and why we talk about toys because there is something that can be very healing about toys when they allow you to be in a brain space where you're allowed to be creative, where you're allowed to explore, potentially even, you know, I hate the word fail because what is fail, right? But not get it right the first time. Let's say that. And um, to practice and, and gain skills and gain confidence. And that's definitely what these toys do. Uh, and they have a whole line of toys that um, that I super love now. But the two toys that are in our toy guide right now, uh, the Shishibo one, I, I believe if I'm not uh, mistaken, that it won for our adult boredom buster this year. It won top toy last year, I think, in the teen category if I'm not mistaken. And then Mosey this year, we had to give this in the caregiver category only because Rachel Bird loved it so much that we felt very strongly that, uh, but this could, you know, the kids would love this too. But for caregivers, I think this is a great connection tool. So it's called the Mosey and it says go from ring to zing. And all you have to do is let go of it and it pops up into this wonderful thing and just hold hands with your child. You'll do this, everybody in the studio, everybody in our office has been doing this for days. Uh, super duper fun. So uh, we're, we're gonna talk about those toys and more. Here is my uh, Shishibo right now in the star shape. How much do we love that? Uh, so we're gonna talk with them, but first I wanted to take a couple of minutes and say good morning to everybody. We are live right now and you guys can be writing in questions. Uh, right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and about a dozen other sites that we are live right now. If you watch us later on in podcast, you always have the ability to write into us. You can write in the chat um, on autism-live.com. Um, it is not uh, a direct chat back, but you can send us messages through that. It should be the message sender, not the chat. It should be the name of it. And... Um, we do answer questions from there whenever possible, but I don't know who you are when you write in there, so you have to watch the live shows to see if we answer your question. I don't like that about it, and we're going to change that in 2023, but it's there. But you can always write directly to me, Shannon, at autism-live.com if you have questions that you want to ask. Now, our fabulous Traven is showing you some of the different ways on the screen that you can be watching or listening to the podcast, like iHeartRadio, Spotify, we, you know, Apple podcasts, we're, we're everywhere, right? We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, Twitter, all of those places. In fact, we try to be any place that you can download a podcast for free. It is very important to me that this information be available to you for free. Our mission here, if you guys are unaware, is to provide information and inspiration. And I don't want it to be that you have to pay for that. So we're and we're holding on to that as hard as we can. But how you guys can help us to stay free and on the air is by liking us, sharing us, subscribing, reviewing. When you guys review us on iTunes, oh my goodness. Um, I want to say that our live chat during the show is open right now. So 
if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, you can be commenting right now, write in, say good morning, tell me where you're watching from, and then I'll be able to give you guys a shout out. Before we go back to this interview, there are several things that I wanted to talk about because we have things that just happen and things coming up, and I want to give you guys the 411. Most present in my mind right now is that we are just a few days, I was going to say weeks, but that would be wrong. We are days away. Uh, In fact, this Sunday will be our 10th annual Sensitive Santa event that Autism Live will be participating in. And this to me, this is the whole holiday for me altogether. People ask me questions all the time. They're like, you know, and how exactly does this benefit Autism Live and how much money are you raising and all this stuff. And here's what I have to say. No, it's not about that. It's a, a, a really wonderful about, event about giving back. We have all these wonderful toys that we review throughout the year and wonderful toy manufacturers who donate toys to us, really great toys that we then give away to families that have special needs kids. We don't ask for anybody to show us an affidavit of what their diagnosis is, no. We give those toys away and we give a sensitive Santa experience. Now, that sensitive Santa experience has been different in COVID. Let's not pretend otherwise. And, you know, that it is what it is, right? Because for me, you can do something wonderful, but if it's not safe, then, you know, I don't, I don't want to play. So uh, we are once again partnering with the Ed Asner Family Center, and they're so fabulous, and we're going to talk about their gala that was last night in just a second. But uh, we love the Ed Asner Family Center, and they've made a, a, a fabulous home for this. And once again this year, we are going to do this drive through in an abundance of caution. It, good morning, Mario. You're watching from the Bay Area in California. I, I'm so happy to have you here. Good morning and welcome. Uh, The Bay Area is probably a little too far to come, but that's unfortunate for the Sensitive Santa event because it's really, really a wonderful event. And I know a lot of people in different areas do this, and they do it in a lot of different areas uh, and in a lot of different ways. So let me tell you a little bit about ours on Sunday. It will be a drive-through event. The good thing about that is that it's not going to take you very long. And that you have a little bit more control over, you know, your kids are in the car and you have control over that. Um, But what will happen is that you will be directed to, you you know, you're going to have to wait in line a little in your car. And we have people signing up in half hour increments. So there are still tickets and it will sell out. So if you want to come, you should sign up right now on Eventbrite. If you go to Eventbrite and you put in the the search button, put in Sensitive Santa Event 2023, it will show you there are more than one Sensitive Santa event, but ours is the only one that's Sensitive Santa Event 2023. And you will see that it's hosted by Autism Live and the Ed Asner Family Center. Then you know you're in the right place. You want to go into the tickets, and the tickets are free, but you must have a ticket. Um, We will be it's horrible and it's hard for me, but we will turn people away who don't have tickets and ask them to come back at the event at the end of the event to see if we have toys that are left over because I have to honor the people who sign up for their tickets. So have a ticket, you know, do that. So, um, and you have to, this year, it's a little bit different. You have to, because we want to make it smooth and efficient. You have to sign up an individually for each member of the car that's getting a toy. And let me tell you who qualifies for a toy. Anyone of any age who classifies themselves as being special needs or neurodiverse, doesn't matter what age they are, they qualify. And any siblings that they have under the age of 18 also qualify. So um, each one of those people has to be signed up and we ask some questions this time. Like you can tell us the gender that the person identifies with if you choose to, that's not mandatory. But what we are asking for is an age so that we can put an age appropriate toy together. Did you see what I just did? I'm about to look, I just made it a box again. Wasn't that amazing? Uh, Okay. I feel like angels should sing. Uh, Traven, do you have angels uh, to cue for sound? (laughs) 
I, did you see how that just happened? It was absolutely amazing. It was brilliant. Yay! But anyway, um, I love these things so hard. So do sign up for each individual and tell us what their ages are because that's going to make it quicker. When you get there, we're going to have things ready for you, which is really going to be amazing if I play this right this week. Uh, Santa will be there. Santa will be there and everyone will get to see Santa and wave to Santa. And if you don't want to get out of your car, you can take as many pictures as you want from your car and have your kids see Santa and they can yell things to Santa and do all of that. That's exactly what we did last year. What we're changing it up a little bit this year because we feel safe enough to do this is if you would like to, last year we didn't let anybody get out of their car. This year, if you choose to, we will allow you to park your car and to get out of your car to take a socially distanced picture with Santa so that you have a picture with Santa. There won't be any sitting on Santa's lap, unfortunately, because we don't feel safe enough for you or for Santa for that. But, you know, maybe next year we'll get to that again. Um, but there is an opportunity to take a picture with Santa, but just socially distanced. So that's the deal. You will leave with a toy for a wrap toy for each one of those individuals that you sign up, but you have to sign up again. It's Eventbrite. It's free. It's free y'all. There is no charge for anything. Um, so we hope that we'll see you on Sunday and Traven and I will be there. And of course the people from the Ed Asner family center will be there. My son will be there. It will be a good time. Uh, guaranteed. And there will be like really fun and emotion and it's very exciting. So there's that. Please sign up, go to eventbrite.com, go to the search and put in sensitive Santa event 2023. And then you'll pick the half hour that you want to come. And some of the half hours are already sold out. Just going to be honest about that. I'm cracking open my shishibo again. And, um, so make sure, and look, I got the star again. I'm getting better at this, you guys. Um, make sure that you sign up for each individual. Now, if you're the parent and you're driving the car and you don't identify as neurodiverse, you don't have to sign up yourself. But if you have a 22-year-old uh, that is your child and that is now an adult you would that is neurodiverse, you would sign them up. And if they have 16 siblings that are under the age of 18, you would sign each one of them up and give them a ticket and you'll tell us what their name is, what their age is. And if you want to identify a gender, you can, you do not have to. Um, but then we will pick toys for your family, which I really super love. And uh, yes, so I will be there and it will be a good time. So that's Sensitive Santa. Want to make sure that you guys have the 411 about that. Now we can dish. I can give you the tea on last night. So last night was the Ed Asner Family Center, their annual gala. Uh, this is They've been doing their gala now for years, but when the pandemic hit, they had to find, hi, Michelle, so thrilled that you're here. They had to find a way to still have a gala and still have engagement with the community and still raise money, but do it in a very safe way. And how could they do that and do that big? And I love them at the at Asner Center because they really think outside the box. And so they came up with a virtual table read. And so this was the third year in a row that they've done this virtual table read of the classic, It's a Wonderful Life. And every year we go, well, you're not going to be able to top that. So good luck. I don't know what you're going to do next. But I got to say, last night, uh, it was so amazing. So here was the cast, you guys, or, or what I can remember of the cast. Uh, Brendan Fraser, who just this morning was nominated for a Golden Globe. I cannot wait to see the whale, played George Bailey. And he was amazing, you guys. Now, here's the thing. The event was live last night, but I'm told that there's a way that you can still buy tickets for the next couple of weeks to watch it on your own if you were super busy and you couldn't do it. I'm, so go to the Ed Asner Family Center and see if that's correct. There's a rumor that you can still buy tickets, and really you should. There were several moments that were worth seeing that were just, you know, uh, to die for. Uh, so Brendan Fraser was absolutely amazing. You know, there's just some actors that there is an earnestness about them that shines through them like a beam of light. And that definitely is Brendan Fraser. And his George was nuanced and lovely. And it was not an impersonation of Jimmy Stewart. It was just, uh, oh, really lovely to see. And I got to say of all three years, when, when they got to the end, I was so emotional. I was so choked up and I was crying and uh, he uh, he had me, right? 
And then playing Mary is Christina Applegate, who I've always loved, thought that she was amazing uh, on so many different things that she did. And if you haven't watched Dead to Me, especially season three of Dead to Me, she's going to get an Emmy because her performance in it is absolutely to die for, to die for. And of course, if you follow Christina Applegate at all, you know that she's been through some big challenges. That first, you know, she went through uh, realizing that she had the BRCA gene. I don't know that, I, I think that there was a tumor in her breast, but she found out she had the BRCA gene. And so she made the hard decision to go through a full radical mastectomy and go through that. And she was very outspoken about that. And now she's been diagnosed with MS and is, you know, having some motility issues and um, and dealing with a very critical disease, you know. Uh, but it has upped her game as an actress, I can tell you that, from season three and Dead to Me. And last night she was the quintessential Mary and she was hilarious. So the the thing that you really love about watching this is that not only do you get a ticket to something that's live, and I love live. I love live theater. I love the element that anything could happen at any moment. But a lot of times, you know, you're watching what's happening on stage and you have no idea what's happening backstage, right? Well, the great thing about this event is that you kind of are treated to being backstage because the actors are all there in their little boxes and you can be watching all of them watch the other actors. And my husband started really early on in act one. He's like, oh my gosh, Something's wrong at Brendan's house. Something is wrong. So like, look at him. He's panicked and he's, you know, and then I was like, I'm watching him. I don't, I don't see what you're seeing because I was watching when he was saying lines, not in between. Because you know what? I was so busy watching Sue Ann Pine. Sue Ann Pine, who played Violet. Sue Ann, who is, played the lead in As We See It, was so in every single moment and like, you know, just there and present when I'm, the other actors, she was just so delightful to watch. So I was watching Sue Ann Pine all the time. And he was like, no, watch Brendan. He's freaking out about something. Something's going on. And then finally you get to the scene where they're in front of the Granville house at, with Christina Applegate and it's this lovely scene. And then all of a sudden Brendan goes, you guys, I'm just going to tell you all is not well at George Bailey's house. And, and we were like, what's happening? What's happening? And he disclosed that his iPad wasn't charging and he was down to 3% and it might die. And that if he did, he needed Ken Jong to, to take over George. It was a moment that will live, you know, in infamy forever because then Christina Applegate started talking to him and everybody was like, everybody's reaction. Oh my gosh, you got to be backstage for, as they tried to deal with the issue and then they started again. And, and then of course, Christina, in the second act, Christina Applegate's dog started barking and she improved around it. It was hilarious, you guys, hilarious. So you need to watch it. And Ken Jong, as he played a bunch of different roles, he played um, Mr. Gower, brought me to tears. He played Harry Bailey. I mean, he was, he's an actor. I don't think I knew that. I knew that he was a comedian and that he could act. I didn't know he was an actor. He is an actor, an actor's actor. Um, and then of course there were so many other lovely people. I loved Brent Spiner in this, you know, Brent Spiner was data in Star Trek. I've always loved him. A brilliant, brilliant performance. Um, James Cromwell, who played both uh, Mr. Bailey and the dad, and he played the voice of God. And there was a scene with him playing the voice of God that was, I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. It was absolutely amazing. Um, don't ask me about Seth Rogen. I thought him as Clarence, I thought it was going to be brilliant. Um, and it started out and it was brilliant. And then I don't know what happened. But uh, I was disappointed in Mr. Rogen. I was a little disappointed, but you should tune in to watch that so you can form your own opinion and say, no, Shannon, I disagree. But I really, I was so excited in the beginning of the show because I thought, oh, Seth Rogen's going to bring it. And then Seth Rogen did not bring it. Hop to, to Seth Rogen because Brendan Fraser was bringing it and Seth Rogen wasn't. But, you know, don't believe me. Go and tune into it. They also had an auction last night where they auctioned off so many signed scripts and signed clothing and Funko Pops that was like amazing uh, to tune in and watch that with whatnot. Um, that is over, but I think you can still buy a ticket and watch the performance, and it was so worth it. And, and if you're like at all in doubt about it, 
yeah, yeah. Uh, the the performance, uh, and of course, I'm like my brain is shorting out because it was that big of a deal. Um, uh, the the singer for the second uh, intermission, the EGOT. I, like I cannot uh, Jennifer Hudson. Okay, like my brain just went because all I could picture was her standing in this forest of trees as she sang Silent Night. It's worth the cost of admission to watch that, you guys. It was holiday making. Okay, so, uh, and you can go to the edasnerfamilycenter.org and you can buy a ticket. I think until the end of the year, you can buy a ticket. It's worth, worth, worth watching. And a lot of money was raised for a good cause. And I didn't even mention Spencer Hart as Zuzu again. Absolutely amazing. And there were some other really talented actors that identify as being neurodiverse uh, among the cast that um, there, there was a group of uh, young people that they refer to as center kids who, you know, have been taking classes at the center and had an opportunity to hang with uh, the other people, the professionals. But can I just say Chelsea Darnell stole the night because, you know, we love Chelsea. We've had Chelsea before on the show and she had the monumental task of narrating act two after Phil Lamar who has worked seamlessly as a voiceover actor for, you know, 30 years, was doing Act 1, and Act 3 was being narrated by Ben Mankiewicz from AMC. And Chelsea, God bless her, had Act 2, which is, I think, the hardest act to narrate, and she brought it. She went toe-to-toe with those two professionals who have been doing this forever and showed she's got it. I was so proud of her because I would have been shaking in my shoes. I would have said, no, thanks. I'll go home. Uh, Let those two do it. But she brought it, man. She was every bit as good and better as the two of those men, which, you know, that's saying something. You know what I'm saying? So, and Spencer Hart was delightful, always as Zuzu. uh, So amazing. And my favorite thing was watching Spencer in the auction. Uh, She blew those auctioneer guys out. She explained something to them about SpongeBob SquarePants, and they literally went, whoa! (laughs) They were like, their minds were blown. I was like, there you go, Spencer. You do that. You bring it. Okay, so we're going to take a break here now, and we're going to go to this interview. We're going to show it to you in its entirety. If you watch the beginning, hang to the end, because these gentlemen say some really important things about how toys can interact with you and give your brain a break, but also be sharpening and honing your brain. I think you're going to really love it. So here are the co-founders of Fun in Motion Toys. They make this amazing toy. I did it again. Look at that. Uh, Okay. Uh, So check this out. And I'll be back at the end to answer any questions you guys have. Stick with us. Welcome back to Autism Live. I'm so excited right now because I have joining me via distance, uh, I've got Kevin Daniels and Jimmy Dennison, and they are respectively the co-founders. Kevin is the president, and Jimmy is the senior vice president of Fun in Motion Toys. And I am holding one of the Fun in Motion Motion Toys here, the Mosey. Uh, and I've been having so much fun with it. We're going to be talking about the Mosey, and we're also going to be talking about the Shishibo, which I can't shut up about. Uh, but we're also going to take a minute to talk about some of their amazing other toys as well. I love these toys, and I'm so excited that I've had the opportunity to talk with these gentlemen because they're brilliant. Uh, so welcome to Autism Live, you guys. Hey, thanks for having us. We're, we're so thrilled that you're here. Um, if, for those of you who have not already checked out our 2022 Autism Live Toy and Gift Guide, I'm showing you two of the amazing winners. The, the Mosey, this won the best sensory toy in our caregiver section. And I've told you guys before, I, we could have given this so many different awards. But what I loved about this is the amazing sensory input and the level of connection you could feel as a caregiver, all you have to do is pop this toy out and when it goes like, you just let go and it automatically opens. I'm sure that Kevin's got better tricks than me, but all I can say, I watched Rachel Bird and Kobe Bird hold hands and pass this back and forth 
and the happiness. Oh, Jimmy's got one too. You've got a green one, Jimmy. I have, I have Mosey Envy now. Look at that. Um, so this, this was our caregiver sensory input. Yep, that's the box that it comes in. Uh, so fabulous, fabulous. And of course, this is the second year that Shishibo has won an award in our toy guide. And this year, it won the Boredom Buster for adults. And I, But honestly... What is the age range that you guys put on the Shishibo? Because I, I imagine it's, I, I would put this in the hands of many more people than adults. What age range do you guys say on it? Yeah, we actually call it eight, eight and up. And the reason we say that is just because younger kids might be a little too rough with it. You know, for example, you don't want a, a couple of six-year-olds playing tug-of-war tug with it. So it's not that they don't love it. The younger kids really do love it as well. But it's better to have the parents supervising it. Eight and up, we feel, is more comfortable. Um, they're, they're able to handle it. And it's not that it's, it's extremely, um, you know, not durable. It is very durable. But it's just that, you know, for the younger kids, it's probably better to just have, this, you know, adult supervision. So that's why we call it eight and up. Well, uh, we super love this. And I had said to you guys yesterday, we had the opportunity to put this into a lot of people's hands and I have yet to see a person on the spectrum have this put in their hands and not love it. It is hours of fun and the amazing things that you can do with it. I'm not even good at it, um, but I love it. And I could spend hours playing with it and I could spend another set of hours watching videos about it. But one of the things that I have not perfected is that you can put more than one shishibo together and make crazy things with it. Uh, I don't know if one of you wants to show us putting them together and, and then we can full screen you guys to see what you guys do with it because I, I am a mere apprentice at this. Okay. Well, I can uh, go into it. I have four of the spaced out design here. So you can see even when you have more than one, you start to see symmetries. So that in itself is kind of cool how they come together. Um, we have quite a number of different designs. This is one of our top sellers. People like color. So spaced out. And with one shishibo you can open it up into over 70 shapes so as you may have seen we were opening it up into the star there's the ufo which looks like that it's kind of like a ufo if you open the three points of the ufo you get it into the rhombic dodecahedron ball and a lot of this is just fidgeting around and you'll find and stumble across the different shapes this one we call snake if i fold that together it becomes a dome and if you have two domes, they'll connect. There's magnets, 36 rare earth magnets. They're internal. They're not easily accessible. They're not accessible. So it's a safe uh, magnetic toy. But that's what gives it the ability to hold shape. Otherwise, it would just flop around. And that's really the magical part of it. So when you have more than one, let's say, boy, there's so many ways we can go. But let me go with a star. So if I have four stars, so here I've got one. I'm going to put that down. I'm going to open this and make another star. And that's one of the easier shapes to find. It stands out. I'm going to do that four times. One, two, now we're into three. And I've got one more. And then what I'm going to do is when I have four of those, I can then take two. All right, let's do it this way so you can kind of see. The magnets will connect them. So right now these two are connected by the magnets. I'll take a third one, and it's a little fumbly because I'm trying to do it in the air. I probably should have it on the table, but you'll let me do that on the table. <laughs> it's a little easier to do that way. So you'll see. So that one just connected. So now I have three of them. So there's this one last little piece, and what I'm going to do is put this one to finish it off, and that goes right in here like, like that, and... There we go. We have that structure, and it's actually pretty sturdy. So it's holding itself together just by the magnets. So that's one example. There's so many more because um, no matter what shape you get into, if you take multiples of them, uh, even if it's just two, for example, if I have this shape, the UFO, I fold this over, you get this kind of awkward-looking shape. doesn't look like much. But if I do that with two of them, and let's see. I'm going to do the same thing. So now I have a second one. And if I combine those together, it actually combines beautifully into this. Oh, my God. Pop. 
so a different box. And from there, you can actually open up the box in different positions. And if you add more, you can actually add. And it's just the exploration. So the way I think of it is with one, you can find all those 70 plus shapes and you get good at that. Once you're comfortable finding the shapes, now what can you do when you have two or three or four of them? We call it collect and connect. You can actually build some pretty large structures and it's pretty infinite. It's yeah. amazing. That has to be one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And uh, oh, and look, and Jimmy's got something going there too. And it does, I, I have to say, it's very sensory pleasurable. I don't know what it is about it that it's super soft. And everybody that I've talked to says that there is something so satisfying about the little click when the magnets connect. And, when, and you guys are big about flow, and I'm going to have you talk about flow in a second. But there is a very definite way that things go, and, and when you're going the right way, it all flows. But sometimes if you go a way that it's not meant to go, you'll just meet with resistance, and then you know that's not the way. So it teaches you how to use it. I absolutely love this, and I love this for everyone, but we must say this show is called Autism Live, and the guide was for Autism Live. There is something about this toy that is extra, I, is magic the right word? I think so, for individuals who are on the autism spectrum. And it's not just them, um, there, it, for, for more people than that. We're going to get to some of the success stories that you guys have had. But I want to take just a second and talk about how did you two find yourself with a toy company uh, making these insanely fabulous things? Tell us the history behind Fun in Motion. How did it come to be? Jimmy, let me let you chime in here. Oh, sure. <laughs> he normally does this part, so let's, uh, let's see. Um, we started over a dozen years ago, and I think it, the company started really when Kevin and I met. And um, we met over a shared activity. I was teaching a class at a youth center in this art form that's kind of in the realm of juggling, but it's a ball on the end of a string. You hold one in each hand. You spin it around in all these cool ways, and it, it has these old roots to the people of New Zealand, the Maori. And I was teaching this, this class, and Kevin joined the class and started learning about the activity. Um, and that, I mean, I, that was the beginning of our journey together because it, we would take that class sometimes out to the beach, we, we're from um, Fort Lauderdale. That's where we're out of. And um, sometimes we would go out to the beach and we would make a bunch of these poi, that's what this activity is called, to give out to people and teach lessons. And it was always a big hit, really fun. Uh, at the time, it was hard to find LED light-up versions of this without going to some specialty stores overseas. And... Uh, pretty much the, the, the company was born after Kevin bought some equipment overseas and didn't like its performance and its cost and, and saw that we had this really, really great thing to share and it was cost prohibitive for people to get into it. And, uh, you know, we started with one product. Our first thing was spinballs, these LED poi, and it was all with this motivation to to share this activity in a way that was fun and the, the lights make it real fun. People often learn with just socks and bags of rice in the toes. So there's humble beginnings, but as you can see, those lights are really pretty and it makes it really fun. So that's where we started. And that was over a dozen years ago. And it's, it's really kind of come a long way. One product at a time. The first one you were showing the Mosey, that was our next product. And um, if, if the company started when Kevin and I met over this shared activity, it, it, it really took the on the direction of the form it would become today when we added our second product. Uh, and I'll let Kevin talk about that. Thank you. Well, yes, if, uh, if, Jimmy, hopefully I'm not cutting out if you can hear me. Um, Something I always say, because it's true, is we never really intended to start a toy company. You know, we just had this one thing, the spin balls, which uh, I guess you were showing those. And that was just something we really enjoyed doing ourselves. And we saw these physical mental benefits that we noticed in ourselves and other people 
around us um, got from it. So that was kind of like our mission was why not spread this out to other people? And mostly it was like college age people doing it and older, but not kids. So we thought, wow, kids are missing out. There's a lot of these, you know, whether it's uh, rhythm, there's coordination, there's flexibility, dexterity. So there is mental and physical benefits. And then Mosey came out because of a friend uh, that we were involved in who also did this sort of thing. And they had a toy that they were uh, working with at music festivals. And that's what was, uh, uh, ended up being Mosey. So we decided to work with them and put this out into the market. And we launched this the year that, if you all remember when Fidget Spinners came out, that was the year we came out with Mosey. And uh, so it was kind of funny timing. And we didn't even know what fidgets were at the time. It wasn't as well known as it is now. But most of the toys that we do have a little bit of a fidgety component. And just it's just one thing leads to another. Here we are now. Shishibo, as you said, this came along in 2019. It's going in our fifth year. And we keep hearing a lot from people about the physical, mental, but especially the mental benefits. So as we you know, talk about autism and the spectrum, but we also ADD, ADHD, and also even Alzheimer's. So we've had plenty of emails telling us anecdotally how this has benefited people's parents, their kids, their, you know, grandkids, et cetera. And it makes us feel great because it's just such a nice thing. Not only are we having fun doing what we're doing, but we're helping people potentially with this. So that's really motivating. And then when we heard from Autism Live and you guys recognized, uh, our products and we got awards that made it even better so we really appreciate you know being a part of that so well and we're not your first autism rodeo um you uh, were telling me the other day that you had attended an event that uh we i feel like we're peripherally related um because it was something to do with the paskowitz family so talk a little bit about uh, i guess it was with the mosey that you guys were were out there tell them what you were doing yeah so um is Izzy Paskowitz, who I guess some people know about the surfers um, healing. And I grew up surfing. Jimmy surfed. We're, we're in Florida. And I was told about that organization. And at the time, I'd heard there's so many different interesting ways to, as therapies, you know, swimming with dolphins, horseback riding, all kinds of things. So why not surfing? And then um, it really caught my attention because it fits perfectly into interests we have. And that's when we had Mosey. So we voluntarily uh, met up with them and actually participated in one of the events they had down here in South Florida. So I got to meet Izzy and hang out with them and some of the kids and get to see how they interacted with the, uh, with the toys, especially Mosey at that time. And it was just really fulfilling to see, you know, what they're able to do and, and just the whole, it was just a very cool experience and, you know, so that was uh, that was one thing. If you don't mind, I'll even go beyond that because when we first started our company back when, even before Mosey, uh, when we had only spin balls, we used to do these events. And at one of the events, it was just like a, a spin jam we would call it, where people come together, spin the poi and other things. And one of my friends um, had a, a son, and her son was autistic, and she'd explained to me that he's you know just not very verbal. Um, so he was. Uh, had some verbalization issues, but also fine motor skills. So she gave, or I gave them a set of the spin balls. It was actually a version that was made out of little kite material. It was a soft beanbag kind of thing with a streamer that we had done at that time. And she said that when he took it home, he just would not put it down. It was just so therapeutic to him. And he just like loved it so much. And that was my first time really hearing that directly from a parent. And, and then since then, we've heard all kinds of stories. And, you know, so starting with spin balls all the way through to Shishibo, uh, it's awesome to know that there's some therapeutic benefits. Absolutely. I, because, uh, you know, one of the things that I see is I, I love that you guys talking about the mind-body connection. And so often our kids, their minds are going so quickly that what's happening in the environment isn't enough to get them to focus. And what I see is you put this in their hands and now they have something to apply all their attention to and they laser focus. And we mm -hmm. find that some of the other things that they're doing to stimulate themselves quiet down because this is taking up all the different parts of their brain and, and firing all those different parts of their brain, which I think is a very exciting thing for any parent 
or a person who loves someone to be able to put this in their hands and, and see what they do with it. Ooh, it's, it's uh, a wonderful thing. I also, I, I said to you guys earlier that in this year's Toy Guide, our, our word, our overreaching word throughout the picking of the awards was connection. And, and I would say to you guys, I'm going to take this with me whenever I'm going places and meeting kids that I don't know, because you very quickly want to make a connection. And I know this is magical to just pop this and then hold their hand and be able to go this back and forth. Instant connection. Absolutely yeah. love it. So how did you find Shishibo? Was this, how, how did this come into your lives? Well, similar story, um, again, through our connections in the in our community, we call the flow arts community, and that ties into the whole thing about flow, but we can come back to that. But it was just, we were introduced to Andreas Honigschmidt, who's the inventor of Shishibo. He's from Germany original, originally, but he lives in California now with his family, uh, his wife and two kids, and they're in Venice, California. Um, and he's just a brilliant guy who has a lot in common with Jimmy and I, so we hit it off great. And he was having some challenges getting this product out in the market, both getting his patents and, and even just getting through, you know, working with factories and distribution and all that. So we were introduced to each other. And it was kind of perfect timing because we had had our company for enough years that we were finally pretty secure in how we got, you know, we kind of built a strong foundation. So once we got uh, linked up, it was just like perfect finishing up, you know, getting some of the little details together. Uh, coming up with Shishibo, shape-shifting box is what that stands for. Um, but it's based on sort of like origami. So there's definitely some some uh, tip of the hat to the origami uh, art form. And the fact that the magnets and all these things, I mean, it's just brilliant when you see Andreas. And he, you'll see videos uh, that we have. We have an app, actually. I don't think we talked about uh, Fun in Motion Toys. It's a free app on iPhone or Androids. And all of our toys are represented Shishibo in particular has a lot of videos showing some of the things like I was just showing. So you can see how deep it is. There's just so many things you could do. And Andreas is walking through a lot of that for you. So uh, that's kind of where we are with Andreas. He's, he's a great guy. So cool. And I am so proud of myself because I got it back to a cube. Uh, and I did watch a video the other day because I got so good at this last year. And then I put it down. And, and I, when I picked it back up this year, I couldn't figure out how to get it back into the cube. So I watched a video and I learned how to put it back into the cube. And now I'm, I'm being able to get it back into the cube fairly often. Um, and I've watched young people with this just click it around and do all kinds of things like you were doing. Absolutely amazing to me. I do want to say that you guys have been very generous. You've got a sale going on right now, so there's no better time to buy a Shishibo or six of them if you want to create a big structure. So um, tell us a little bit about the sale that you have going on, and then we're going to sweeten that a little bit because they've got a special deal for you guys because you're watching Autism Live. So what is the sale that you have going on right now, and, and when does it go until? Jimmy? Oh, uh, our sale is, uh, I think it's 20% off everything in the store, and uh, we are running it until the 16th, uh, the 16th, so coming up for another 10 days from today. I'm not sure when this will air, but... I, yes, and so uh, that's an amazing deal right there, 20% off, um, but you guys have something extra for our Autism Live viewers. Tell us what that is. Well, that's where Kevin and I are looking at each other in a Mexican standoff because I kind of forget, and that is so embarrassing. Um, it's, well, it's not I remember, so it's okay. Uh, okay. I remember. It's the Live I forget. 5. Live 5 is the name, right? Yes. Live 5. Yeah. Okay. Thank so you. So that gives you an extra 5% as part of the Autism Live community. So that's it. So you have a code that you, you just put in um, Live 5. And then above and beyond the 20%, while that's going on, it's, it gets you to 25%, which is, we don't normally offer that. Um, so it's, it's a pretty good deal uh, for any of our products. That's um, pretty amazing. Thank you for doing that for our folks. So that's, that's a really great deal, you guys. And tell us, that's if we go to your website to buy them. What is the website? Well, you can go to funinmotiontoys.com. So our company, funinmotiontoys.com. And then you'll easily find Shishibo there. You can click on that, or you can search around. We have pages about our other products, 
um, even the benefits of play, because we do have a section, you know, fun and motion health that talks about some of the physical mental benefits of toys and art, some of the things we have, because um, that is an important part of what we're doing as we really do. So it's kind of a nice uh, combination when we're working with Autism Live here. Uh, but there you go, funemotiontoys.com. And I apologize, the clicking noise that you guys are hearing, it's not a problem with the sound. It's me playing with my shishibo here. Uh, that's just a, because you can't put it down. It's really addictive. Uh, and you do have other toys that are on there as well, some that you've been introducing me to. Oh, look, I'm close to getting it into the ball shape, which makes me very excited. Um, I'm sorry, distracted. But um, you were just showing me uh, something before that I had not seen, uh, something called a wandini. And those of you, look, I did. I got it into the ball shape. I'm very excited. Um, so I think people need to go and check out the wide range of toys that you've got there while you're getting your discount. Uh, and the discount applies toward anything, not just Shishibo. Is that correct? Yes, the entire store. So anything that catches your attention, Wandini's a fun one. Most everything we have just by chance happens to be pretty unique and innovative. Um, within the toy industry, we seem to have that reputation that these are things people haven't seen. So it's not just the, the physical and mental benefits we've talked about, but it's just it's they're fun. I, I think we talked about this before uh, separate, Shannon, was when we come up with products, a lot of times it's what do we want to play with ourselves. So these are things that adults love to play with, not just kids. Uh, so, you know, Shishibo is a perfect example. Like we have a Grateful Dead license, for example, just, you know, and that's obviously not as much kids oriented, but it's, it's adults, kids. There's so much we plan on doing with Shishibo with licensing, imagine Star Wars, Disney, etc. I mean, that'll be fun just to add another little twist to it. But many of our products, uh, just different and interesting. Hopefully you'll, you'll agree. And I, I have to say this because we just uh, gave you a different title and I want to correct it. So Kevin is actually one of the co-founders, but he's also the president. We just said that you were the senior VP, but that's actually Jimmy who is the senior VP. So I just want to correct us in motion here. But, you know, I, I love that you guys talk about the flow of things. And, I, you know, a good toy maker only makes toys that they want to put in their hands, right? But you guys also have this theme that there is this mind-body connection. Talk a little bit about, about that flow that we keep referring to and why that's important to you. Um, I can start and then Jimmy can jump in on that one. Because one other thing earlier when you were talking about how when you play with Shishibo, sometimes you might get to a point where it's like a little bit hard to get out of that shape. Mm -hmm. And what we say is if it doesn't flow, it doesn't go. So you never want to force it into a shape. It's going to kind of flow from shape to shape. And if you find it, you know, you just carefully get out of it. So it's just something to keep in mind. Um, they are very durable, but you also don't want to just, they're not indestructible. So I'll say that. Um, and then as far as flow, flow arts, uh, like the poi that we do and some of the other activities, somewhat related to juggling in a way, um, is based on uh, essentially think of like getting in the zone when you play a sport. It's the same idea. So when we were doing poi ourselves, spin balls, and we've been around other people that do that, you find that as you get better at it, as you practice, it gets easier and easier. And every time you come back to it, it's like your mind sort of connects. Juggling's a lot like that too. Um, and you just find yourself improving until the point where you're no longer really trying, you're not having to think about it, and you're essentially in the flow state they refer to it. So there's a whole scientific uh, research on it. Jimmy might do a better job of explaining it, but that kind of gives you a little bit of what we mean by flow, flow arts, flow state. Yeah, I um, well, I'm, I don't know if I'll do that much better. Uh, there's a couple of really famous books, and the the main one has an author whose name I don't know that I've ever said out loud, and it's it's not um, so I wouldn't want to butcher it right now. But uh, that this book, which is called Flow: The Psychology of Optimal Experience, and some other books, basically describe what Kevin was saying. There's there is something that feels really good when you get to this level of proficiency that Kevin's talking about. And it's, um, it's this fine line, the razor's edge of like challenge versus effortlessness. And if you can, to just rob from an earlier part of our conversation, kind of surf in that sweet spot where, um, 
it's really good for you too. You know, you come out of an experience like that sometimes surprised at what you accomplish, but also you, it has a, like this, it sinks in the psychological satisfaction um, that you get and what you feel. So there's sort of intangible benefits that are a little bit hard to talk about or hard to describe when you're talking about this flow state, but when you're doing it, and if you've ever done it while any activity that you might've um, been engaging in, it, you feel like at times sort of slows down or it can feel that way. Um, when it's really going well, I, I like to imagine I look like Neo, um, you know, like Dodge and everything. And, but really slowly, like he doesn't even care. I think I'm so aloof and cool like Neo like that. But, um, but yeah, that's this, that seems to be something that we humans have in common is this ability to get there. And, and I think it's amazing. Uh, I, I think you're right. It's really hard to talk about, but I think we all know when we've experienced it and how healthy and how, how much it makes us he feel whole and it's very healing. And I think if you were to talk to parents in depth, I think you would find the common theme that we all hope that our children who are on the spectrum who often seem very discomforted, we want them to find that. That's a thing that very much sings to my heart that parents want to find that for their kids. And you guys have seen this. You talked a little bit about some of your success stories, but you've had people get your toys and, and write to you or, or call you and say, this has been amazing. And by the way, not just for autism, as you said, ADHD and for Alzheimer's. Tell us a couple of stories of things that you guys have heard that have really touched you uh, and made you go, wow, I, I, you know, maybe we're doing more than making toys here. Well, I think the autism, I, we, we touched on a few examples of that, but one that was um, kind of interesting is one of my neighbors I gave a shishibo to, and she works with a couple where uh, the husband has early onset Alzheimer's, and he was not very verbal. He wasn't speaking a lot. He wasn't using his hands. And then just totally unexpectedly, she came back like several weeks later and said how the husband was like really engaging with it. He was starting to speak a little bit and using his hands. And then the more I, you know, over time, I, I heard that more and more. And I was like, wow, that's just, I didn't expect that. And, and since then we've heard that more, you know, we've gotten, we've been working with occupational therapists and physical therapists to deal with uh, patients with Alzheimer's, but the same thing, you know, whether it's ADD, ADHD, or even autism, we've heard these types of anecdotal evidence. We just don't have clinical, you know, things to make claims at all. So it's just, you know, things that we've heard through others. And at some point we would like to do some research. I think it would be awesome if we could prove like, Hey, this actually does do what, it, what we think it does, but that's not where we are with it. And, you know, we'll see. But I, I know actually ADD, ADHD. I mean, I think Jimmy and I, at least I can admit that it's been helpful to me because I, I believe I'm uh, one of those people that grew up and didn't know what was wrong with me. And I, I think, uh, you know, we had an interview we did with, um, uh, gosh, there's a gentleman who does a whole podcast about ADD for adults. And it's something that he says, and I agree, it's kind of like a superpower. It's like this extra boost in energy that you get. And I feel like these types of things have helped me personally um, in that regard. I'm like best at night when I'm getting tired and my mind can't wander is when I'm most, uh, most uh, productive. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Well, we think that you guys are amazing. We think fun in, fun in motion toys is amazing. We hope that people will certainly take advantage of right now, if you put those two discounts together between now and the 16th, you've got an opportunity to get these at 25% off. So you'd want to go to funinmotiontoys.com and fill your cart with whatever you want. You will get 20% off between now and the 16th. But if you go to the part where, you know, you've, we've all done this, there's the coupon code part, right? And if you put in live 
five, then you'll get an additional 5% off of whatever you've got in your cart, making that 25% off. That's pretty amazing. Now, it's my understanding that the live five will continue until the end of the month, I think, we were told. But the 20% the, the off, that's only until the 16th. And if you're looking to get things uh, for the holidays, you're going to want to order them now so that they can get there in time anyway. So take advantage now. You want to go to funinmotiontoys.com and check out the full line of toys. I can't wait to look at everything. I got it back into the, I, this is my favorite shape, I have to say. Um, but uh, I think it's because I love the purple. I think that that's why. Uh, but there are so many different designs, as you were saying. I've got one of the other ones here, but so many different, so if you've got somebody who likes particular colors, um, there's so many to choose from, you guys, more than we could possibly show. Did I leave anything out? Well, actually, I was, if you don't mind, I was going to say, you're right, like we have artist series. Oh, look, at Jimmy's got the same one. This is Mystic Ocean. We have, we have a lot of artists that reach out to us because they see this as a new medium for art. It makes uh, two-dimensional art, three-dimensional sculpture, interactive sculpture. It's pretty amazing. So we have artists that we partner with, and we're going to do more of that in the future. This is, uh, we have three designs by Lawrence Gartel, who's the pioneer of digital art. He was doing this back in the 70s before there were personal computers. He taught Andy Warhol how to do digital art. So those three designs are amazing. Um, and we're working with a new artist that we're launching next year. Or so in second quarter, we'll have that. Another one, just as a, a great example, this one's out of our Explorer series. It's called Earth. And the reason we call it Earth is these are all images from satellite footage of Earth. Oh, wow. So this is the Grand Prismatic Springs in Yellowstone Park. And when I open it up, you see the snow-covered trees. You have the rivers cutting through the grass. Oh, and what's cool. really cool about this one is when it's in the UFO, you can see the North Pole. And then when I flip that around, you see the, the South Pole. Wow. And then when I open that up into the ball you actually get the globe. <gasps> that is so cool. That is ridiculously cool. <laughs> <laughs> what is so that called again? This is Earth. That's the Earth design. We have one that's uh, moon. We also have undersea, which have a similar effect where you have like a, a three-dimensional around uh, 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 like reef scene, if you will. Another really cool thing that's fun to show people is that when you have the ball, the rhombic dodecahedron, inside there's a little space. Yeah. So if I click a cube, it will actually fit. If I do this without messing it up, I'm nervous, I'm live. This is, I'm not used to this. I'm impressed. Okay, let's see if I can do it. If I can do it, okay. It's it. <sighs> it's All right. inside. Wig blown. And then if I, <laughs> if I did it correctly, which, oops, it doesn't look like I did. Let me let me get a do-over if you don't mind. So what yeah. I wanted to show you, if I do that correctly, okay, almost there. It's inside, boom. Yeah. And then if I open it up and I do it in the right spot, it actually morphs into one oh, thing. Oh, all right. So, yeah, Hours so that's kind of, of a fun. Hours of fun. fun Okay, I've got a suggestion for you. Uh, we know several artists who are on the spectrum who make beautiful art. I, uh, like, you know, I'm not putting you on the spot, just something to think about, that for April, Autism Awareness Month, it'd be super fun to have one that has different artists that are on the spectrum. Just saying, just saying, just throwing it out there. Uh, I'm, not, I'm an idea person. But, um, but... We love what you guys are doing, and um, we were going to show a quick video. We've been playing with it the whole time. We can keep talking, but uh, if you want to see a really uh, well-lit version from above of somebody playing with... Can we play that while we just finish this up, Trayvon? Um, we wanna, and while it's playing, I'm going to remind everybody that you want to go to funinmotiontoys.com, and uh, I think it's coming... And right now, the code, the secret code for the discount for Autism Live is LIVE5. Look at, that's a really cool uh, design, too. When you go on their site, you're going to see Shishibo, you'll see the Mosey, you'll see all their other toys as well, but you will also get to see all of the different prints, all of the different colors that the Shishibo comes in. You can order whichever ones you want. 
I think it would be super fun it, to order one for all the kids in your family in different colors, and then uh, when you get together for the holidays, have them put them all together. But everybody will know exactly which one was theirs because they're different colors uh, that they came with. But then make a talk about connection for them to actually connect their shishibos together and make something crazy in the living room. That sounds like a fun game to me. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's funny because we have gotten actually several emails in the past where it's something like the grandmother bought it for the grandkids and bought it for the kid, you know, for their parents. And and especially around the holidays where, you know, they've said that this is the first time they found something that everybody from the seven year old all the way to the 70 year old or or beyond uh, could get the same thing. So we've heard that several times, which is, again, makes us feel really nice and good that, you know, we can bring people connected, as you were saying, connected. What's Jimmy making? He's working on something. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I just got down a rabbit hole here. Let me. Okay. It's, all good. it's all good. I, um... you, get, you get focused on it because it does that to you. And then, then you find something that it didn't do before, and you go, oh, I didn't know it could do that. Yeah. Uh, That's what I think I might have. I, you know, maybe this is, um, I, Kevin, I thought it might be appropriate. I, I wanted to share a recent email that was really nice that I don't think Kevin's even heard or seen before. Okay. That is... Um, I'm not going to read the whole email, but we work with someone who calls himself Mr. Attitude. He goes into a lot of schools. He says that one of his clients recently adopted a 16-year-old boy who has autism, and he gave Sergio one of the Shishibo cubes as a gift. After he played for it for a few minutes, he said, thank you. Then he was told it was the first time that he'd spoken in three months since since he had been adopted and, and all this had happened. And it was completely unexpected, you know, they, it, we get these stories that are like little miracles um, that are great. So, Kevin, I don't even know if you've seen that one yet. No, I haven't heard that. And um, it just feels awesome every time. You guys are doing amazing things, and we're so happy that we found you. Um, so check it out, you guys, funinmotiontoys.com. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season, and I can't wait to see what you come out with next. Uh, so oh, I, hope, I hope you'll be in touch with us. Uh, we, we enjoy being in your sandbox. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. No, this is a lot of great ideas. I can't wait. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. The artists here, I love the idea about the artists, so that's <laughs> one we're going to we'll, keep in mind for we'll sure. We'll connect you. Uh, <laughs> fabulous. Uh, you guys take care, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys in the future. I'm going to play with my mosey now. We'll be back with more <laughs> Autism Live after this. Look what I made while you were away. Uh, this is one of my favorite shapes because it's a ball, and it's super fun. Um, I love the idea of sticking a cube in there. Um, cracking it open and sticking a cube in there. It's really, can you imagine? Like, it's a good place to put a ring. I'm just saying. Uh, That's a really cool thing. Uh, Anyway, uh, or another trinket, like do your Christmas present and put it inside there. I think that's a pretty, pretty cool thing. It's like cracking open open a geode. You know what I'm saying? Super duper fun. Anyway, love, love, love me this toy so much. Um, Now it's a, it's a wavy thing. You know what it looks like now? It looks like one of the flowers in Stranger Things um, that's going to eat you. Uh, Okay, so I love doing that interview with the two of them. I love talking to toy makers who sort of get it. I love this whole idea of getting in the flow. You can call it lots of different things, but um, I love it. We all know what it is. We can all identify when we have been in the flow and when you're just able to problem solve and work things out because a part of your brain is occupied and another part can focus. It's a thing devoutly to be wished. Don't we all wish that for our kids? So fun in motion. Don't forget that right now you still can get a sizable discount. It's, it still applies. Um, you can still get up to 20% off on everything on the website. So definitely check that out. Um, but then put on top of that, when you get to the, the end of the cart, make sure that you put in your, oopsie, you, you put in your discount a live, no, it's live five, excuse me, live five. I'll get it eventually. I'm focused on this live five. And when you do the live five, then you get an additional 5% off for being, uh, an autism live viewer. So 
make sure that you do that. See, I'm obsessed. Um, but, uh, and then you will get a bigger percentage off. I will also love this shape too. Super fun. Love it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this week because we've got big doings happening here. Tomorrow we're here live in the studio with Dr. Doreen Grampichet, and that's wonderful, and you guys can be sending in your questions right now. I don't remember what our topic, our starting topic was for tomorrow, but I, was it bedtime, Traven? I don't remember. Traven's going to tell me in a second because he's a much better person than I am. Um, but then on Wednesday, we're back with a really exciting show that you guys aren't going to want to miss. And then on Thursday, we're back with Let's Talk All the Things with Rachel Bird, one of my favorite days of the month. And Rachel's got some really wonderful things planned for us. I'm excited about it. Tantrums. Tomorrow, we're talking about tantrums. Well, you know, uh, I know a thing or three about tantrums because I, I haven't thrown a tantrum in a long time, but I have thrown tantrums as an adult, just going to be honest about that. So we're going to talk about tantrums, how to deal with them with Dr. Grampichet tomorrow. So that's going to be a thing, right? Because I know some of you, I lived in fear because once my son had had a tantrum and I didn't know how to deal with it and I felt all the eyes of everybody standing around looking at me and that clearly letting me know that what I felt was they were clearly letting me know that I had messed it up and I wasn't doing right for them or my son or myself, you know, then you don't want to go out, right? So if you have ever felt that way or just like, I just don't know what to do and I'm at the end of my rope, make sure you tune in tomorrow's show because we're going to ask Dr. Doreen about exactly those things. So now I've made a puppet and he's saying goodbye to you. So we're going to see you tomorrow. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now. Go play. If you found anything helpful in this video, please give us a like. In fact, make sure that you smash that subscribe button on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram for important updates. And please download our free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.